Hey man, hello. How good, good to see you. Good to see you too. <laughs> Where how are you? you? Yeah, good man. Good. How are you going? Is the important question. Yeah, no, I, uh, I'm good. It's uh, it's been some very very busy months, but um, let's say post pandemic busy is good, right? Yes. So uh, yeah, been extremely extremely hectic. Yeah, but uh, in in a good way with a lot of creative stuff and yeah, good stuff. That's what we want. That's what where are you, are you in your studio at home, just hanging out and telling. Yeah. yeah. Nice. That's where where, where I'm usually at ninety eight percent of the time. Yeah. <laughs> in this studio. <laughs> That's like me. I'm. This is where I. <laughs> the man cave. You got to have your. Wait. Yeah. 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 <laughs> for sure for sure well, man yeah, thank you so much for joining us on the show again it's good to see you of course uh we're pretty stoked that emperor are coming back to australia especially after the last two were sold out like it was nuts uh you know and you're hitting brisbane this time too so um, how are you feeling about coming back man i'm very excited and i think i speak for all of us i mean i've had a great pleasure of uh, of uh, being there with my, my solo band before and also yes. with with emperor before so uh, and we we've got to know you know the people you know the promoters and everything you know it's all all good vibes great people and uh, amazing experiences i'm sure yeah we'll have just more more of that which is amazing it's uh, the only downside is a long flight yes <laughs> it, it is a very long flight i feel i feel for anyone that has to come down here to the ass end of the world yeah <laughs> you know right down the bottom but you know, yeah, absolutely. But still, I mean, it. Uh, on the other hand, it's quite crazy that you could go, you know, literally across the globe to the other side of the world, you know, in less, in like in twenty four hours, and uh, there on the other side, you have people who also grew up on Iron Maiden and Judas Priest and love this kind of music. So, hey, what's, what's not to like? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I was at Knotfest yesterday here in Brisbane, and it was mm. thousands and thousands and thousands. I don't know where these people come from. You know what I mean? Like they come out of the cracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like fifty thousand people in Brisbane. Insane, insane. So you know, the metals. That's crazy. They love the metal down here in Australia, man. And there's a lot of love for Emperor. So it's gonna be awesome. I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> I'll, we very much look forward to it. I mean, it's uh, yeah, we we had amazing times there. So that's that's what it's about, man. Of course, yeah, lo- lo- love the love the culture. It uh, the laid back, the whole bit, so professional and yeah, everything. But I, and I'm glad it's in May, where the temperature is uh, is uh, livable for northerners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because it's been we had a really brutal summer, dude. But uh. Man, I, I just thought you you were just in Japan, right? Yeah, that looked insane, dude. Uh, again, yeah, no, it uh, that was uh, that was personally my sixth time there, I think, because I've been there with both both bands before. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and this time I had the privilege of bringing my kids, sharing the experience with them. So that was awesome. And uh, yeah, that's that's uh, you know one of those places where, too, that you know you can't believe you get to go there. And there are people you connect with and have that 
have a relationship to the music and you get to to share and experience that is um yeah quite humbling are you bringing them down here you bringing the family down here for, for an extra australian experience this time i i i wish but uh no not this time it's uh Japan was uh, was good, uh, you know, good, special. good enough, I think, for yeah. a while. There's there's school and yeah, ah uh, yeah, cool. and someday some I I'd love to, but but they're they're older guys. So I guess they uh, it will be easier and easier to to kind of bring bring them along. They're pretty grown up by now, so oh man, it's it's awesome to see. It's awesome to see, and you know they're musos as well, right? They're getting into it as well. Yeah, yeah, they're only music, yeah. Both of them <laughs> doing a good job. En- environmental damage, as they say. Yeah, half the half the fam- family is just you know touring and making records. So, like with mom and dad and mother-in-law and uncle Einar from Leprous, you know, and oh yeah, uh, man, that's so yeah, cool. So, uh, you you know Leprous, yeah, yeah. He's he's my youngest brother-in-law, you know. So we. Did not know that. There you go. Because I know that that's your band as well, like for your solo stuff, right? Back back in the day, you know, long time ago, there, there is. It's um, it's long long ago. We started out like that. So we actually went to Japan together, where they were my support act and as act as my own band. Yes, but uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. So that's that's why my kids they they think that's what people do, like make records and tour. <laughs> Hey man, it's a it's a good gig to have. It's a good good life to live. Be creative, you know. That's the way to do it. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> of course, uh, you're going to be celebrating uh, in the Nightshade Eclipse on this tour, which turns thirty next year, I believe. Is that right? Thirty. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, 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 oh, yeah. Believe I it or think not. So. <laughs> yeah, because it, that yeah yeah twenty four came out in ninety four. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, ninety four. Yeah. Man. It's that a long time ago. It is a long time ago, but it's still a classic album. Like people love that album. Like I love it. It's it's, it's incredible to see that generations now are passing that album on as it's a it's a classic album. It's it's like meat and potatoes, black metal. How's that feel, man? Yeah, I think it's just as a music fan myself, you know. To and of course, no one knows at a time. You know, but to have been part of music that uh, that people have connected so strongly with, mm. you know, I like yes, yeah, I said we we were just for the first time in 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 South America this summer, and like I think in Chile we had like four and a half thousand people just singing along to every word and like you know to every melody and like you know singing along to I'm the Black Wizard. It's like it's uh, it's crazy. You know that, uh, and I, you know, West music fans, we know how it is. How we connect memories, and you know that the music we listen to growing up is the soundtrack to our lives, and then it it never ages in a in a sense. And to for me to you know that to see that we have been part of music that people have connected to in a similar way is of course very humbling, and uh, you know something kind of apart from from you know your person in a sense. It's more of a coincidence really and it, it's an amazing thing of course you know uh musically you know you 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 personally have evolved in all different directions over the years which has been exciting to watch your career and and as a fan you know uh how's it been 
revisiting this earlier material compared to say your solo stuff and and where you've evolved musically you know where do you, do you see like obviously there's the threads you know yeah there's uh, there's i mean for, for me i think for, for for people you know listen to my music i think there's a much bigger gap between you know the early emperor stuff and my stuff now to me it's uh, always been a continuation uh, in a sense so so to me it it's not that different because it kind of it's created from the same core place yes in a way the, the core atmosphere that i create from you know is still the same and i and it's i guess the state of mind is something that i've i've really also made an effort to maintain like because i think people for, forget that we at 16 we had an opportunity we were into music that was of course black metal was not a thing mm. you know in 1991 it was just a few a little group of people in you know in who gather around Euronus's shop in Oslo you know in a sense but and and from there and we were you know at 16 already trying to push the envelope of where we could push music you know how could we make it more extreme how could we make this even more epic and orchestral you know with it we didn't have any experience we didn't have any resources or knowledge which is like a really really strong will to put ourselves you know one leg into the unknown if you will that's that's why how that came about and we, for no commercial you know motivations yeah. or what whatever you know because it was nothing it was just like purely from personal will to push yourself push the borders of your musical output in a sense and i see and pe- people often ask me like oh how come you yourself are like uh, garn from ulver you know do all this experimental stuff and like from my perspective why didn't so many more teenagers from the early black metal days you know why did they stop pushing yes <laughs> you know so for, for me it's it's totally the other way around so and and visiting it as you, as you to get back to your point is um what's something that I was a bit worried about when we started playing shows again because obviously I was in a totally different place uh you know as a grown up not yes. necessarily just on the musical side but like to, can I connect to you know teenager stuff in a sense but then uh, we lived it so thoroughly at a time so it's so embedded in you know your spine it's really just to start a song and you're there in a sense. And um, even though it's as I said, it's not always that fun to rehearse uh, I'm the Black Wizards, but it's never, uh, never uh, boring to perform live, you know, because yeah, yeah. as I said, again, we, then you have all these other people who have their own memories and their own attachments to those melodies and those riffs and the kind of the energy and the combination of all that in the one room is pretty you know a thing of its own yeah and of course the... it's just like really really pleasurable and it, it, yeah to just to finalize that thought you know it's it's really easy to connect with the songs in the same way as you you reconnect with the you know master of puppets or something and you get and you feel the smells and stuff from where you were oh, <laughs> when you listen to it you know Absolutely, absolutely. I was talking to someone about that the other day. You know, you can hear a song and it's like the whole environment 
changes. You can, yeah, it's weird. Like, yeah, you can, as you said, you can smell that. Yeah, it's, you know, mm. it's it's incredible how it unlocks that in your brain. Yeah. Man. Yeah, music, music. I think this is, there's been done research on that. Like, and I think that's why they use that in, I think also therapy for like Alzheimer's or, you yeah. know, I don't know about them, but it just on, in general, it does something, music does something in the brain that connects a lot of stuff, which is probably why it's, it, the art form that most people connect, you know, most deeply emotionally with, I yeah. think, because it's so abstract and open and open for interpretation. It doesn't tell you what to think or what you feel, in you know that concretely. So you kind of, yeah, it's a, it's an art form that you can very easily make your own in in a sense. And so it's timestamps as well, like I, like this this for instance. Last time we spoke, we had a chat about this. This this little thing here was yeah 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 very <laughs> very very important album to me. It came to me oh thank you uh, at a very important time in my life, and it's like as as we were just saying those timestamps in your life. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it can take me back and help me through through some stuff, man. So thank you. <laughs> but, oh, I but, appreciate uh, that. You know, I take no credit personally, but uh, but uh, I, I it's just as an observation to. I've I've had some really touching moments also on tour, like people who have been in some really bad places and uh, you know in a very borderline type of place, uh, of, um, and 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 for some reason they found some kind of meaning in music that I did that made them turn in a very good direction uh, compared to what where it could have ended, and they tell me these stories and uh, yeah, as I always said, like remember you did you did that those decisions but if if any of my stuff had any part in that you know as as a consequence you know nothing makes me happier you know that's uh that's my take on it so if yeah i, I know how so i have some some music like that myself <laughs> yeah. hey and it, it's a it's an amazing thing it's an amazing thing man you know and you know i know emperor fans feel the same way i know a lot of emperor fans that are just you know it's just your music's touched so many people, and how? But I guess the que- next question is: How has your own influences changed from when you were that young and writing that that pushing the envelope? You know, because your mu- as you know, music has changed for yourself now. And what about the other boys? Do you discuss like how your own musical tastes have changed from when you were writing that stuff, and and how you put that into what you're playing now with Emperor? We don't really discuss it that much. I think uh, I don't know. the The other guys are. I th- I think I'm in general has always been more nerdy <laughs> on, the, on the on the musical stuff. And I mean, it, I think the the musical taste within the band has always been quite diverse. Yes, but I guess I've just gone a little bit further, you know. And I can you know get consumed in you know some theoretical musical stuff that uh, yeah, recently I've been, been experimenting, you know, I'm totally self-taught and all that. I don't have any, like, so it's not like any fancy uh, education or complicated stuff. It's just like listening to maybe some kind of underground-ish uh, soundtrack or whatever. And it's like, oh, wow, these chords, you know, why does it sound like that? This is a like tonal color I haven't heard before and then i will research it and find like oh oh yeah this this like octatonic or uh, 
monochromatic medians or yeah so it's it's uh yeah i guess i i i've always had a wide uh, wide taste in music but i guess it's it's been you know one thing connects to the to the next kind of like with metal you know we all started out with twisted sister or our maiden and judas priest and then wow there's something you know there's trash metal there's metallica this, this hits harder this does it doesn't follow the same forms you know this is not your chorus uh pre-chorus verse kind of thing you know it's something different and then there's uh you know battery and uh yeah. morbid angel you know there's a there's more here you know then you you go on that journey and it, it, like i told you with with uh the way we it it's it, it was very much in parallel how we we wanted to push you know the music that we created in the same time we wanted to push you know the influences of what we were hearing you know you always wanted something that inspired that you know so i guess and that's i think if you first get into that it's a lifelong journey absolutely absolutely i know you get asked probably all the time about you know you know you guys ever been record another album and you know but i guess does that pressure would that take away the fun of you guys playing together you know if you guys went to work on a new emperor album would that sort of take away from you know you guys just jamming and enjoying each other's company and and playing the songs live or is that something that you it it is something that you have discussed it's it's uh, something that of course uh we're constantly asked yes (laughs) and i'm sorry if i if i had if I had a dime, everybody would ask that. You know, I would probably be a wealthy man. <laughs> but no, but but uh, but um, honestly, I think yeah, we've this. Me and Samus have discussed it as, as you know different side you know points. As, especially since we've been doing these live uh, things occasionally and now more, I guess, more permanently in the end. But uh, the discussion is really uh, uh, quite quite open. And I guess that, and I've talked about that in interviews as well. That mm. if, if if it were to be, what kind of emperor album should it be? You know, should it be something that fans would want, as in like something that maybe sounded like the the early records? You know, which was would be, you know, uh, in practice, practice kind of easy for us to do, but still it wouldn't really have the authenticity because it would be from. You know, trying to recreate something that you did when you were teenagers, and yeah. and it would almost be like the opposite of the motivation of all we did. You know, if if we were, you know, turning everything on its head and started creating music for the sake of pleasing some market or making money or any of that, you know, it would kind of make everything that we did into a lie. If, if yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and. Uh, and and if we were to continue where we dropped that, you know, there's, you know, I ended up recording or and writing the entire Last Emperor album on my own, you know, in a you know, far more experimental direction. And that's kind of where I just <laughs> disappeared into <laughs> to what I do. And, uh, you know, should we pick up from that point, you know, and then there wouldn't really be a point if it's it was not a bad effort. It was just me, you know, pushing you know, in my direction, you know, yeah. so it's, uh, for, for, so basically, like I said, with live shows after every, you know, kind of anniversary thing that we do, it will never happen again. So at this point, I'm, you know, old enough to see that I can't, you know, best, you know, say that that will never happen. 
because yeah, I've seen it happen with live shows that I never thought that we would do either. But uh, it it would have to be at a point where we would get together, where you know the vision for what it could be, mm. where that in some way way aligned, that we could create from the same uncompromising sp- sp- space. And uh, I would say, you know, without for a second uh, uh, dealing with what people might expect, but like purely creating from that same uh, state of mind, you know, the, as as we were back then. I think that would be the only way to properly do something that would be worthwhile for us to do and for mm-hmm. and down the line for fans to to experience too. I think if we started making records for uh, those kind of um, black metal reasons i think that would be uh, uh, it wasn't wouldn't be enjoyable for either us or anyone else it'd have to come from natural that is, life, it, right like a, a natural progression. totally yeah whenever that yes and and, uh, and and also from from it it would have to come from a creative place and not a practical you know this could be smart this could be none of that then it would be futile and I think everybody like you and me who are drawn to this style of music we're drawn to it because it it feels uncompromised it feels like something real it's not like McDonald's who make you you know oh yeah if we, if we tame it a bit here if we tame it a bit here if we make it a bit more bland if we make it more you know uh, commercial here we could sell more records you know that that kind of we we are drawn to this music because we just want the pure experience. Yes, you know, like Same. it's like a it's like a single single malt. It's not a milkshake, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it's not Mick Black Metal. You know, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, black yeah. Metal, black metal should be like ex- exclusive chocolate. You know, like very very dark and slightly bitter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> love it. Good. Uh, of course, uh, was it last year you guys released the uh, the Fire and Demise box set? With the cassettes, was that last year? Oh yeah, that's true. The cassette, yeah, the, the cassette box set. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a vinyl one on? I the think list? I have some of those. Uh, no, I think that we already did, did that. A huge, huge box set. You know, I I think it's the, the amongst the biggest box sets ever done. But like, with twenty four vinyls or what have you. Yeah. So, of course, Kiss has the biggest one, obviously, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's close. It's up there, and uh, yeah, and, and uh, there was a license for you know doing that on cassette. So yeah, there's always these kind of new formats and kind of collections that uh, different people had you know ideas, and and it's really Samuel who who should take all the credit for making stuff like that happen. He really keeps the best archives of everything and old pictures and curious curious stuff. Uh, I'm. I'm a mess with those stuff. I, I, I'm not nostal. I'm not nostalgic about anything like that. <laughs> so, so, but luckily he keeps a good record of things and and managed to, to compile together things that hopefully is of interest and of enjoyment for people. And you know, I'm unfortunately my head is always consumed in the next project. <laughs> is he? Does he ever send you pictures of like, hey man, guess what I found in a box? And it's some random like photo of you guys somewhere, or it's sometimes, and that's kind of nice, you know. Like you know, some like suddenly uh, an old photo from our tour back 
you know, in 93, you know, comes up, you know, with some people being drunk somewhere, you know, <laughs> in some crappy club or whatever, or, or just a lot of stuff that just me, me and Samos, you know, doing fire beating at the beach or something at night, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> that's, yeah, but that's amazing stuff. That's so cool. Like we did, we did a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. Just go out at night, bring, you know, three liters of lamp oil and just like blow flames on everything. <laughs> <laughs> Things you do when you're kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. You know, the stuff you do when you grow up, the typical stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, when you grow a beard, it becomes a bit more dangerous. So that's, you know. Yeah. I, I, uh, I had a bad experience with that. Uh, actually, on that UK tour, we did it with the Cradle of Filth in 93, oh. where I burnt half my face off. So, uh, I didn't know about that. So I, I stopped. I, no, no, no. It's uh, because we we're doing all the fire breeding back home, you know, and it was yeah, like yeah. with lamp oil. And we got over to the UK and thought, okay, we'll do some fire breeding on stage. And uh, but there was a different lamp oil in the UK. It was was it had a different color. So it, and it, we saw that it had some kind of poison in it. Like oh, we don't want to do that. And then someone says to me, like you know, Abbas from Immortal, he uses sipolite gas. He thought, and I said, I'll try that then. Oh, and of course, that's a very bad idea to put sipolite gas in your mouth. And yeah, of course, it ended in tragedy. So uh, that was the end of my fire beating career. And I'm glad it was. <laughs> You're glad it's done. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Matt, you've been taking a new project as well. I saw that you, you said something three years in the making, something you were teasing. What's uh, what's that about? What? Uh, I saw a picture on in, in the making. Yeah. What's it? You, you, you got something cooking up, right? There's something a project you're working on. Oh yeah, yeah. On. What's that? Yeah, it's a, it, it, it's a new album, or a, it's kind of more than that too. So it's like the the most ambitious uh, uh, project I've ever done. It's uh, very proud of it, and I can't believe I I pulled it off. But because uh, I was so way in over my head with this, but um, I'm very excited about that. Yeah, I'm very very proud. But it, uh, it's it, it it's still a while away from from the public. Okay, but, uh, I'm excited, dude. I'm I'm super. Uh, I yeah. It's, uh, honestly, you know, on on the subjective levels, you know, from I I you know the initial ID to where it ended up, uh, I uh, I would say this is uh, I would say for sure this is my biggest musical achievement. Whether that you know on on a commercial level of how people connect with it, uh, it's kind of yeah, I I don't care because I've uh, I've uh, achieved so much more than I could have ever hoped for in you know with this one. I'm very proud. Wow, <laughs> I, mean, I, I just want to <laughs> I want to hear it, man. I want to hear exactly what's going because it's got to be good. Like. Well, no, nah, because I want it. I also want it to be a surprise. I won't go fishing. I won't go fishing on you. Yeah, but uh, no, everybody says that, of course, about their latest <laughs> stuff. But uh, but but I've been I've been doing a lot. But I mean, I, I really set out to do something to push myself, you know, far beyond what I did before. You know, yeah. and maybe it's not will. It might not be that obvious in the end product. You know, who who might to know what people experience. You know. But, but uh, you know, just on a per- totally subjective, personal level, uh, I've never felt so so good about you know an entirety of 
of a body of work ever. This is uh, in my own, you know, uh, my own in my own book. This is the, the the best I've ever done. You know, honestly, I really went far. <laughs> See, but for, for I don't know how you are with because musicians can be quite critical of their own work. You know what I mean? And then to get to that point, to that spot where you're like, "This is it. This is what I've been trying to aim at." It's got to be pretty special. So I'm gonna absolutely take it's, it. It's really special, and it, and yeah, no. So so and also it's like listening back to some of it, and I think, yeah, I can hardly believe I wrote it. It's uh, it's um. I know that this is a really pretentious thing to say, of course, oh. and I'm, I'm probably selling it, you know. But it's a, yeah, it's a really good feeling because, you, as I say, most of the time it's like a total imposter syndrome for everything, you know. <laughs> yes, I know, dude. I know, I know that very well. Well, you know, and then people go, oh, "That's amazing." You go, you, you hear that one little note or that one little thing. You go, oh, it could have been. Mm. Yeah, it's the worst. Yeah, <laughs> it's the worst. I know, but man. I uh, maybe when you're in Brisbane, I might uh, have to bug you for a little bit of a sneak peek or something, hey? But um, <laughs> oh, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I'll have to keep a, you know, it's, it's you know, label stuff, you know, there. There, but I'm I'm very excited to to. It's yeah, it's not all done yet. It's okay. it's not all done yet, and and you know how it is with with the way things need to build it. Uh, so it will be a while while yet before it uh, it it's out there. And uh, yes, as there's still some work to be done to 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 see it through, but. Uh, I've come to that point where I can, you know, I I can see see the end of the road. <laughs> That's awesome. That's it's, it's been a yeah big big project. Yeah. And, and what about you doing guitar clinics and stuff too now as well, right? Like I saw you doing well, very very rarely. You know, it's a I've only done a handful in my life. You know, so some kind of guest lecture at some music education stuff or something like that i think it's fun to do occasionally because i'm a i'm a nerd about these things yes you know so yeah. uh, i do a lot of a lot of press but every time i get to you know talk about gear and music it's uh that's kind of my element if you will <laughs> yeah man oh i'd love so, to see that down here i'd love to see one of those down here you reckon one day you'd well, come yeah. down yeah, I'm not sure. I, I, I don't. I'm sure they would have asked me if that was something they wanted to do. So, <laughs> come on, people, <laughs> come on, throw throw him some some dollars. Let's make it happen because uh, that'd be pretty amazing to see. <laughs> make your brain battle. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I never thought that I could do it because of you know the stuff that I grew up on with, uh, you know, watching you know Ing Malmsteen or you know John Petrucci and all these, you know, all these amazing guitar players and everything yeah. i saw that i i can't do guitar you know i can't do clinics it's like i i wrote this column for guitar world yeah i was like what what am i going to write, write about you you know i was flipping the pages i saw my picture and my my you know humble you know stupid stuff and then you have like marty friedman and slash you know on the next page you know giving lessons you know who would care but i guess i i as I, these things, I know I never make them about technique or anything. It's just like more my my perspective on how to approach, you know, writing and maybe yeah, very much, to, you know, taking inspiration from yeah, Jews Priest and Armin with the twin guitars, you know, developing yeah. that, you know, util, utilizing the ranges of the instruments and you know, playing on contrast stuff like that. It's you've de you've got a def you've got a unique way of playing as well, and that's why I think people love hearing you talk about it. You know, because you sound like I'm not sure if there's anything. 
Yeah, yeah, okay, thank you. I'll take that as a compliment. Probably, probably because I've just done a lot, done a lot in my way, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but 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 then again, there's nothing extraordinary about you know what I play because I'm not a really technical player. But uh, I I guess I just developed you know some kind of peculiarity to how I voice things and how I put stuff together. But for me, you know. Uh, anything you know instrumentation or playing instruments and stuff has always just been a means to uh, get it to a level where i can actually you know do the stuff that the song needs you know <laughs> and it's and it's incredible we love what you do brother but uh of course you know this emperor tour is just going to blow everyone's minds down here but uh what, what's next what's next you got this album you're working on you got guitar clinic this emperor tour what what else is on the plans for the future for you and the and the other boys yeah, well, we have a lot of gigs, you know, post-pandemic, so everybody's out now. So, and we, yeah, we were just in Japan and and uh, I think we're going back to South America. We announced a U.S. tour and, um, yeah, doing a lot of stuff uh, the rest of the year, really. And I'm finishing up this project um, and hopefully next, uh, I'm sure there will be more Emperor gigs like next year, but uh, I'm, I'm, kind of taking a break more or less from my solo shows mm. uh, this year uh, to be able to really cope with everything and then uh, hopefully to you know come back you know backing new material in 2024 with the touring more again you know getting the solo band back together and do some more touring on that part so um, and yeah during the pandemic I got to dip my toe in you know the production you know for a uh, produced with uh, Matt from Trivium, yeah, that's you know, the, that his, his Hibaraki album, and uh, that led to me doing you know orchestration for the whole new Trivium album. So, uh, and I've done some remixes, you know, for like the Halo effect, you know, the X in Flames and yeah, guys, yeah, Good one. So, bits and pieces like that. So, yeah, I get to do a lot of, and that's kind of been refreshing to do, um, you know, something that is not so also self centered if you will, just to use some of these experience, you know, the experience that I had to put it into context with uh, some, someone else. That's uh, we'll see, see what it brings. But so far it's, uh, it's not like I have, um, uh, you know, uh, free time issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> busy dude. But uh, man, Hey, I really appreciate you. I'm actually, I'm actually off to, off to, I'm already late for an Emperor rehearsal as it oh, is. Oh, dude, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's always a pleasure talking to you, man. It's always really cool. And Likewise, uh, likewise. Up, dude, and uh, I'll be seeing you in Brisbane. It's going to be incredible. We'll have all the links down here, people, to the Emperor Tour. Uh, mate, until then, take care. Say hello to the rest of the boys and um, have a good day. I will. Thank you so much. Thanks for the support. I'll see you in May. See you, bro. See ya. Take care.